This week on the podcast, Spider-Man returns to the endless list of video games in what might be his worst outing? No, no, no. We'll we'll find out on the podcast. It's Spider-Man. Return of the Sinister Six on it so bad. Chris, hello. Michael, hello. I don't, I don't like that that uh, intro. Everyone knows uh, Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge is uh, is is worse than this no. game. No. Oh no 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 no. Um, also, um, just a, a trigger warning out there: this game is a kusoge. This is one hundred percent a shitty game. So. We are going to be talking about that. If that triggers you as an individual, then maybe you should turn off this podcast. But we are going to talk about bad video games this week. Don't ever tell people to turn off the podcast. And yes, it is a shitty game, but it is a shitty game that I find perverse fun in. Hence what brought us here today. Well, actually, that's not not entirely... Oh, sorry. Go ahead with your intro. Sorry. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. At It's So Bad Pod is the Twitter. It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address. We are adding Spider Man Return of the Sinister Six. I always want to say Revenge of the Sinister Six, Same. but it, it, I can't. Um, um, but- to, the, to the list, it's an NES game, but also a Sega Master System game um, and a Game Gear game. It is, yeah. Uh, but we didn't play that version. Play those versions. We just played the NES game. Came out in 1992. Um, after the Super Nintendo, developed by Bit Studios and published, this may be our first LJN game. Is this our first LJN game? Uh, I thought we had one other, but uh, no, 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 this, no, this is our first LJN game. Oh boy! Holy shit! The Ui Bowl, <laughs> the Ui Bowl of video game uh, publishing. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Tell me, why, Chris, what is your odd fascination? How did you get into this game? Um, I, I just, you know, I always liked Spider-Man as a kid, and this was a Spider-Man game that was out when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like how most people talk about the, like the original Teenage Mutant, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, right? It's like, it's not the most accessible game, or, or although I think, I think history has been kind to that game. That people appreciate it for what that it is now. But that that game is functional and looks pretty good. As is this so. game. But I mean it's a it's again it's uh, you uh, No it's no it's not. You play you like, play don't... you play the games that are uh, available to you and um you know, this was a licensed Spider Man game that I enjoyed. Um and so uh and then Is this is this the only NES Spider Man game? Um I th- I think so. Because there's two or three there's two Game Boy ones that are worse than this. There's there's like four four Game Boy ones. There's a lot of Game Boy ones. Like straight up Game Boy, or are we talking like Game Boy, Game Boy Color? There's, I mean, once you get to like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, there's a bunch more. But um, um, yeah, then there's Spider Man. 
Spider-Man in video games. Let's see here. So, for for <laughs> this first appearance, uh, there he appeared in Revenge of Shinobi. I don't know if you realize this, but he oh, was the, an the, enemy before yeah, he yeah, patched yeah, yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they, and Godzilla was too. Who also got patched out? And I think Robocop yeah, and Batman. I think yeah. also were too. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, so the Amazing Spider-Man for Game Boy. There is, let's see here, the Amazing Spider-Man Two for Game Boy. Then there is Spider-Man and the X-Men in Arcade's Revenge for Super Nintendo Genesis Game Gear and Game Boy. Then there's Amazing Spider-Man Three: Invasion of the Spider Slayers for yeah. Game Boy. Yeah, I think and I, then I, think you I get, own then that. Then you get into the uh, <coughs> after that's when you go to the Game Boy Color, which is Spider-Man Two: The Sinister Six. Um, I'm actually, I've never heard of Arcade's Revenge being on the Game Boy. I'm going to have to look that up afterwards and see what that actually looks like. <laughs> because, uh, like, yeah. like, you know, t- t- joking aside, I do recognize this is like a very, very bad game. But, uh, I think I do legitimately hate Arcade's Revenge, uh, more than this game for like a variety of reasons. But like one of like the chief ones is like Wolverine gets his claws and like loses health every time he uses his claws. That's like... That's like like one of the top video game sins uh, that a handful of games do, and I fucking hate that. That drives me nuts. Yeah, the Wolf, the Wolverine game does that too, and I also think the uh, Genesis X Men game does that as oh well. Oh my god! But um, like, but no. In all seriousness, I do recognize that like this is not a good game, but it's like a game that like I uh, did you did you have this game back in the day? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, so I always, I always remember the box art. The box art for this game, Spider-Man: Return of the Sinister Six, is incredible. Um, I think it's really good for an NES game. Yeah, it's from um, the. Uh, I also think. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and I also think some of the interstitials that they have, like the the art in the the cards, the title cards that come up between le- levels, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That's so, um, pretty uh, much I, all I, I, the good things I have to say. So I meant, I meant to look up the artist's name, but um, that artist was the artist that was kind of like the main uh, Amazing Spider-Man artist on like that kind of uh, late 80s, early 90s run. This is all kind of like the lead up to like Mac, Mark Bagley kind of taking over with like the rise of Carnage and stuff like that. But this guy was the main artist uh, prior to that. And I feel like his art, like I feel like in is kind of, like, overlooked over the years, but I always kind of thought he had a really, really cool art style. I have, like, a lot of comics, like, from this guy's run, and, um, you know, his characters, like, always looked really cool, and, like, yeah, his art, like, that art for this game is the cover for one of the uh, comic books from uh, the Return of the Sinister Six storyline, and uh, it's just just a really iconic piece, and um, actually, most of the ones, the cards that are in between um, levels... Like, the Electro mm-hmm. one in particular, right? Like, that, like, Spider-Man is, like, a flipped um, Spider-Man swinging and, like, a panel from the comic book, like, thrown against, like, original Electro art. So it's, like, they kind of lifted some from comics and kind of mixed them with um, original art for the game, I think, or art from other sources, at least, anyway. So Oh, I'm sure. They like, probably, like, out-traced it or outlined it from there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, we have both said that we are pretty big fans of Spider-Man. I think I was, I wasn't really a fan of Spider-Man until like the nineties. Um, I remember when Aunt May died. That was a thing. Oh my God. It had the tombstone, it had the tombstone cardboard cover over it. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 yeah, But don't, but don't worry. She, she, She came back. She got better. Don't worry. 
Oh, she did? That's funny. Oh, yeah, she knows. She's um, still around. Still around to this day. Weird. I don't keep up with the comics at all anymore. I haven't kept up with it probably for about two decades now, so. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, but this game was released in 1992. Do you know what else came out in 1992, Chris? Let's compare this game <laughs> to some of those games, <laughs> to some wait, contemporary wait, wait, wait. games. Just, all, right, all right, keep going. Keep going. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, Street Fighter 2, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, Streets of Rage 2, Super Mario Kart, TMNT Turtles in Time. This game came out the same, this game came out the same year as those games. Oh, well, you know, just just a year later than the uh, also technological juggernaut that was Home Alone for the NES. So, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was made by a, a, a developer, a British developer named Bit Studios. Bit Studios had a prolific run of making uh, ports, largely ports. Yeah. So they made yeah. Chase HQ for the Game Boy, Terminator Two for the Game Boy, The Amazing Spider-Man Two for the Game Boy, Amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin for the Game Boy, NES ports of Castellian and Loops. I didn't even realize Loops was a port, but it's from the Atari ST. Oh, interesting. Um, prior, to, I, prior to making this game. Yeah, I think I think Bit Studios think they finally went out of business in the early 2010s, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they yeah. and you mentioned at the beginning. There's a Master System and Genesis uh, versions of this game who are developed by different studios. Uh, did you happen to watch gameplay footage of the Master System one compared to this one? No, is it better or worse? Um, very similar, but the Master System one, uh, according to Spider-Man Return of the Sinister Six Aficionados, is considered the easy version of the game, mostly because a lot of the things that are borderline non-functional in this game become functional in the Master Sister game. And, uh, the sprites are a lot more colorful, and, uh, the third level, the Mysterio level, is not nearly as much of a clusterfuck in the Master System game as it is in the NES game. But, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not a great game here, Chris. It's just, it's not. Um, but also, Bit Studio made the Sega Master System game, as well as the Game Gear version. The Game Gear version, I think, is pretty much the same thing as Master System. Because the Game Gear runs on basically Master System hardware, but the screen is smaller, so they had to make adjustments for the games because yeah. the screen is smaller. Oh, I, I thought it was developed so. by a, a different a different group. Uh, it's published by a different company, but it's developed by Bit Studio for oh. sure. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I, well, might be. Might be. Led you astray. I wonder if it was was it released here? I wonder because like by 1992, were they still releasing Master System games in North America? Yeah, it's a good point. I feel like that could be a, a game that uh, perhaps is uh, you know maybe maybe made it to Brazil and only Brazil. <laughs> those games, yeah. There's a lot of those games. Um, yeah, and from judging by the cover, it looks like it's Garantia Portugal. <laughs> It looks like it's tech toy is also just makes the tech, anything that's published by tech toy is usually um, uh, Brazilian. But yeah, hmm. there might be an American version. It looks like a flying edge published one. Nevertheless, this game. So, so what makes this game bad? Oh, um, wait, 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 really quick. Why are we doing this game? 
Because you love, love this game. And you why, uh, why else are we do, why times. else are we doing this game? We made a bet. What was the bet? Oh, I forget what the bet was. Cody Rhodes oh, returning to the oh, WWE. <laughs> yeah. And I said I and you kept that. saying he'll never go back to the WWE and I said if he does, we got to do a bad game that I like of my choosing. And we have to rank it above Home Alone. And that was Spider-Man Return of the Sinister Six. Hey, hey, hey. There's no ranking it above Home Alone. I think that is a fucking wild take. I am um, altering six the deal. Game. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> <laughs> you fight the Sinister Six, Electro, Sandman, Mysterio, Vulture, Hobgoblin, and Dr. Octopus uh, as the final boss. Um... So the why is this game bad? I'll tell you a couple of reasons why it's bad. So first off, um, the hit detection is terrible. Um, when you try to punch things, uh, it sometimes it doesn't punch things. Second off, when you try to punch things, sometimes you don't punch. Sometimes you do a jump kick. And no, no, why is that? That's a because double tap. You... That's a double tap. That's a double tap. Oh, sure. It's, it's a double tap. That all, it this, all sa- this all sounds like user <laughs> error so far. User error so far. Continue. Oh, oh, Continue. oh sure, sure. Continue. Sure. But normal game has me double tapping to do a jump kick as opposed to a kick. Totally normal. And it's totally normal for I, you to double tap into a jump kick. I don't I don't see a problem with that. Listen, you're you're so coddled by games with it, regenerating health and and you know, like conveniently place health pickups, ammo pickups. I understand. This is this is a different this is a different tier. But keep going, keep going. I want to hear your reasons. Keep going. So the combination, I would say, of the poor hit detection with the fact that sometimes if you double tap to to punch or kick, leads you to not killing bad guys an awful lot of the time. Um, in addition, this game has the thing where if you jump. If you're not pointed in a direction where you jump, you just jump in a straight line up and down. And that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, again, um, you gotta you make every contr- movement count. Gotta make every movement count. But keep going. Keep going. Um, and then let's talk about the level design. The level design in this game is fucking atrocious. <laughs> just very, very bad. <laughs> so... They, they'll make you go... So, they'll, a lot of the levels will be like a straight line to the end... But there's like a path that maybe you could have gone down. And then you get to the end and you realize you needed an item down that path. And then that path also has a ridiculous jump that has a really annoying enemies that are in your way if you don't make that jump. And it's almost impossible to get back up. Like this, um, this game is like, is like Pi Maze tutelage in Kill Bill. You know, it's very cruel, you know, but it's intended to make you better, right? Like... Is there a pit in the second level, the Sandman level, where if you decide to go down that path and you hit a dead end, it's nearly impossible to get out of it? You might as well just reset the game instead. I have gotten out of it. Yes, there is. But you do that, you'll never go down there again, right? Like, you have learned. You have learned the price of exploring. Is there a jump in the Mysterio level that is uh, where you have to jump up to a higher level? And there's no obvious way to do it. And you just kind of have to awkwardly time your jump so that, like, you hit jump again in midair in the blue magnet that is uh, in the um, in the um, the scaffold above you. 
Yes, but you know, it's all to make you a better player. That's you know, that's I've that's had... what it, that's what these things. This is not bad game design. This is hardcore. This is the uh, this is the tough mutter of video games. I would say to you, sir, um, <clears throat> describe to me any good. What's good about the Mysterio level? Anything. Just name one good thing about the Mysterio level. I mean, I am clearly I am clearly playing a gimmick right now, but trying to positively <laughs> describe the Mysterio level as one who was a defender of this game is very difficult to do. It's. I will. Say, here's the positive thing I'll say about the Mysterio level. There's one section where you're supposed to pick up X-ray glasses <clears throat> to navigate through. Uh, section where like the lights are out, but like there's like an X-ray outline of you and the uh, and the enemies. I'll say if you do that section without the X-ray glasses, the X-ray effect uh, that you get is actually really cool looking. And uh, that's the positive things I can say about the Mysterio level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, there's just bombs that rain down, uh, trying to kill you. Um... So there's, it's a maze. It's just, the, you have one life throughout the entire fucking game. You with get to, one continue. You get to. Yeah, yes. Well, yes. you get uh, one life and a continue. <laughs> um, in order yeah, they, to get they, through this entire game. They give game. you a choice if you want to use that second life. They say, hey, do you want to tap out now? You know, you know, not, not, not brave enough to keep going. Do you want to tap out now? Even the... Even the game is like, please stop playing. No, this no, game. It, it's it's just it's just sep- it's separating the quitters from the hardcore. That's all. So the quitters from the hardcore. That's right. Um, and also the effect on the X-ray glasses portion looks like the Virtual Boy. It's not good when you do. When you, no, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you don't get the X-ray glasses uh, and you go through that section. Is it like black and white? Yeah, it's black and white. Like, the whole background is black, but then, like, everyone kind of has this, like, black and white see-through effect going on. Interesting. Yeah. And then let's talk about the boss fights. So some boss fights just have things you need to do in order to trigger their ability to take damage. Oh, and some bosses have multiple life bars for some reason that regenerate. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Octopus does, yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't think anybody else does, right? Oh, no, Mysterio does. Mysterio does. Mysterio does, yeah. But that's because you're fighting the illusions, you know. Because this game really... Sure. This game really plays into their special powers. Mysterio, Master of Illusion. Those life bars, that's not multiple life bars. Those life bars are an illusion, you see. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. We're trying to be be comic accurate here, is what's what's going on here. This is really fun. Let's talk about (laughs) Electro. Um, and Electro who flies off screen and still shoots you and he can just chill out off screen and keep shooting you until the cows come home because he is designed like ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Electro uh, is, uh, is one of the only bosses that has like a gimmick where you have to shut off his power source first, making you think that every future boss is going to have some sort of gimmick that you're going to do first to damage them, but nope, it's just Electro. Sandman, you yeah, can pin yeah, against a wall. Sandman, you can pretty easily pin against a wall. Uh, Mysterio, the way to beat him is, like, you just got to duck and punch when he appears. The like the Vulture is, like, one of the more frustrating bosses, 
of the game. Oh, you mean the the stage where the bombs randomly rain down on top of you? Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna take that you one. Back. You can't tell where they're coming from. Yeah, it's a there's an interesting uh, element of level design to this game where it's like the first three levels have multiple sections, and then once you clear the first three levels, they all become one uh, one uh, screen you have to clear, and then you get to the boss. It's like they kind of like tapped out after like. After the Mysterio <laughs> level, they said, all right, you know, what we're going to do now for the Vulture level, it's going to kind of be like a reskin of the first level, but we're going to have bombs. Yeah. Just raining is what we're going to do. And, like, you got to take it so slow. But even if you take it slow, by the end, you are just have been rained on. And then, like, with the, the Vulture is not hard. It's just that, like, you have probably been so worn down by that level by the time you get to the Vulture he, you might lose your, you might drop your first life here, and then you get to the hobgoblin level, which just has like these goblin dudes things. who just throw these sickles at you. Yeah, but you can like, you can like, kind of navigate like, that, and then there's like a way to trap the hobgoblin in a loop where you can easily beat him. And then uh, the Doctor Octopus level is like it's broken. It's like it's one screen, but it's like. You get enemies from every single level to that point that just come chasing after you, like, but in, like, it's like they don't do a boss rush, they do a level enemy rush, which I don't think I've ever seen in a game. It's like the first <laughs> chunk of the level, you get the enemies that appeared in the, uh, the Electro level. Then it turns into the Sandman enemies. Then it's the Mysterio level enemies. Then it's the, uh, the Hobgoblin. Oh, no, you don't get any bombs thrown at you, but you get the Bazooka guys. Then you get the axe-throwing guys. And then you just go fight Dr. Octopus, who has three uh, health bars that you have to defeat. But you can just sit on the ground and punch Dr. Octopus, like, kneeling, I guess. Well, you get to rush in. If you you mess that up, though, you will get get fucked up. Did you beat the game, or are you watching a a speedrun? I'm I'm just looking at at it right now. I made it to the Mysterio level. I never beat the Mysterio level. Oh. So, but my my three year old son did beat the first level, which is, well, he's actually four now. But when he was three, he beat the first level, and I thought that was quite impressive for a uh, three year old to beat the first level that of this was. game. Yeah, I could not do that back in the day. I don't <clears throat> think. Um, other things I want to highlight: uh, the Spider Man sprite uh, has a uh, he runs in a very awkward pose that highlights his uh, dumb truck ass. And uh, he's got a, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's about it. He runs in the most uncool Spider-Man-like way possible in this game. Oh, this game. This game is pretty bad, Chris. I think I've made my point about how bad this game is. (laughs) I think at at one point you were like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, this game is... I'm trying to be funny and jokey, haha. But also, this game is really bad. So I think we should add it to our endless list of videos. Yeah, I will. Uh, real, real quick, I will. I will take off the uh, the the defender gimmick of this game. I will. I will say this: I do legitimately enjoy playing this game because I find it challenging for actually how fucking bad it is. Like. Like, it's like if you don't time a punch, like, so in the stereo level, right? There's the dudes with the claws. Like, if you do not time, like, the only way to kill them is to, like, time your awkward punch just right. That, like, you have to, like, 
kind of throw a punch and hold it down before they get to you. Because it's like, I think there's an error with like the punch where like if you time it just right, like it'll register like four punches in a row. And so you got to do that just right to to kill them. Because if you don't, you will just get caught. Um, you'll just get caught in their claw attack and there's no way out of it. And then you just die. Like, it's like, it's, it's like, I took like a weird perverse fun in trying to beat this game because of like how shitty all the controls are, how shitty all the attacks are and how shitty the hit detection is. Whereas like, I can find a way around this and I can find a way to beat. It's like, it's like bad. It's like the same logic that people apply to Mega Man games. But, like, if Mega Man was, like, really, really, really fucking bad. And everything about Mega Man <laughs> was, like, barely functional. But, like, it's, like, you... Yeah. It's, like... Because, like, every boss has a pattern that you can exploit. But, like, you're exploiting it for the There's... wrong reason. Like, you're not exploiting it because, like, you know... It's not like you're fighting Metal Man in Mega Man 2 and he has a pattern of how he throws his blades that, like, is meant to be there for you to jump and move around. It's, like, oh, no... Sandman can only spawn uh, in a certain amount of distance from your sprite, and if you just go against a wall, he's going to get stuck, and then you can just defeat him without taking damage. Like, it's it's like a mistake that it's that easy to beat him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's uh, so it's like exploiting the bad, every bad aspect of this game is what has like made it fun for me to play. <laughs> so. I'm looking at the list, and this is our 168th game that we've added to the list. Number one is Super Mario 64. Number 167 is Dark Castle. And I don't think it's as bad as Dark Castle, for just for starters. Dark Castle's, like, particularly bad. Um, so, yeah. So, Dark Castle, I don't think it's as bad. I don't think I'll have a problem talking to you about that. But what I will <laughs> say is there are, like, there are three games, I think, on this list that are questionably functional. Um, the rest of the games pretty much are how they intend them to be. Some of them are really poorly designed. Some of them just aren't fun. Some of them are super boring. But Shaq Fu, Jurassic Park Trespasser, and Dark Castle are games that have serious design problems with how they are made. And I think Shaq Fu is like a conscious decision. So I don't think it's necessarily like uh, technically, technically bad. So that leaves, like, Jurassic Park Trespasser and Dark Castle. Like, those games, like, Jurassic Park Trespasser just wasn't, was, like, rushed out the door and wasn't really completed. If there were if there was patching, that game probably would have turned into something. But since it was released in 1998 and there wasn't, weren't patches at that point, it was, like, just awful. Um, Dark Castle is not functional whatsoever as a game, and it's yeah. po- extremely poorly designed. Yeah. This yeah. game is functional but it seems it's like teetering on the edge of being a functional video game very close to uh, being a non-functional game i think legitimately like being serious i think like you know looking at like towards the bottom of this list like it's like i look at games like top gun and it's like top gun while i guess functional in all fronts is like so painfully boring and dull and it's like like this is like this spider-man game is like not good but it also has like the charm and vibe of like um the original like 
Spider-Man 1960s and Spider-Man and Friends cartoon and more appropriately the Spider-Man hostess uh, cupcake ads that appeared in comic books. And uh, and I'll also say the music in this game is really fucking good. But Top Gun is just a... You think the the music in this game is good? I think that main theme that kind of plays throughout uh, a lot of the levels is really fucking good. I love that theme. I think... I think the music's awful. I think the graphics are awful, and I think the gameplay is atrocious. The graphics um, are awful. I think the only, I think, I like the, the, I like the only the, good I thing like about the theme, this game, <laughs> the only good thing about this game, are the interstitials. Like, for me, like that is it. I, for me, like I think that this game is the second to last game on this list. Like that's where I think it is. I think this game's number one sixty seven, and we pushed Dark Castle down. That's where I am. No, that... I think this game's really, really bad. I, I think it's like it does not like for an NES game. Like this game, um, what do we have above it? Any oh, Top Gun? I think is was a way more compelling game than this game. Oh no! For a number oh, of reasons. No, for a number of reasons. Like like literally in those games, it's like it's literally just past time until like a refueling ship shows up. Like it's like. It's so well, dumb. I mean, you have to dodge. You have to dodge missiles, and you have to um, kill hey. bad guys. You don't, you don't have to kill bad guys, but you should kill bad guys because otherwise, it's you're not going to get around it. And then when you get in the later levels with the ships and stuff, it's like you really have to get around stuff. I understand. Like that's a bad game. I'm not going to defend it as a good game. I just I think that game is uh, just the fact that they put the Top Gun theme in the title screen with the cool ass F-14 Tomcat taken off <laughs> was cooler than anything uh, that's in if, this game. If, uh, if uh, Take My Breath Away was in this game, that uh, that I would uh, I would give the nod to it. But, oh God, Top Gun is just like, that's just like, oh, it's like the paint drying of video games. So, but I... But I that's was, a, that's I like would... on my ceiling. I... I look at like there's no way this game goes above the Simpsons Bart versus the Space Mutants to me. Like no, that no, game's no, no. way more interesting no, no, than this. No, game. no, and I and I was legitimately not going to say that. I think this really, I think this really ties with the NES Home Alone. I think these are like these are these are two really bad games that both you like and I like that like other people don't understand why we like them. But also, you did lose a bet to bring us here, so. You know, I think, uh, I think, um, you know, we got to do it for Dusty and I will, I would, I would be fine saying Home Alone can be the superior of the two because it is survival horror. But, uh, you know, I think. Then to Home Alone for the NES? I think I, oh yes, I mean, you know, Marv and, uh, I keep saying it's like, it's like the shitty version of Alien Isolation is what, is what Home Alone is. But, um, um. Uh, that game's functional. Like that game, like it might. It's it's. It is. People speed I will run say, this game. People speed run Spider Man. I can almost people speed, speed run, run the Home Alone game. People speed run the Home Alone game, and it's on a twenty minute timer. So <laughs> how do you, people speed run every game? <laughs> how do you how do you speed run a game on a twenty minute timer unless you're exploiting a glitch that's not intended? That's so right. Which, that's right, not intended. Right. Yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah. But are people? Are is there a glitch? What is? What are the categories for the spider? <laughs> spider Man. Uh, what are the categories? Let's see. I've only just seen. I've only just seen. You know, any percent. So <laughs> I've never seen glitches exploited. I've only seen people just just playing it straight through as intended. 
Well, any percent would include glitches, um, and they're beating it in six minutes. So, how are they not doing it with glitches? It's you gotta, top, you gotta watch. Top, like you can, you can, ju- you can, if you time it right, you can bounce through almost every single enemy in the game until you get to the bosses, and then you can exploit the bosses' patterns and beat them quick. Are Ar- your boy Arcus is on this list. Seven minutes and 28 seconds. Yeah, the way I was able to finally start beating the game was uh, watching his speedruns and, uh, and taking adopting his strategies. Um, mash, mash, mash. Gonna... Good clunk. Mash, so, mash, mash. so I think for all those reasons, uh, I think it's the new 164 with Home Alone being above it. One sixty four? No, it should be in this group with Jurassic Park, Trespasser, Home Alone, and Dark Castle. Top Gun's a functional game. It might be boring, but it's one sixty five. Final it offer. Should, it should be. It should be a Top Gun because none of, neither of us, and nobody who does this pod, none of them love Jurassic Park, Trespasser, Home Alone, and Dark Castle. But your friend loves Spider Man: Return of the Sinister Six. Um, it is, it Jurassic is. Park Trespasser like kept me engaged. It, it is it. Yeah, you know what? Well, I, this game might be better than Jurassic Park Trespasser. I'll 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 give you that. Like I I'm I originally was like this is number one sixty six, but in thinking about it, um, nineteen ninety eight Jurassic Park Trespasser comes out. They were trying to do a lot. And they're trying to be innovative, and they fucking failed completely. With the whole, you had to reach out your hand and grab a gun th- shit, and you had to, like, twist your hand around with the controller. The controls in that game are awful, and it's not functional. I think that this game is probably better than Jurassic Park Trespasser. I will give you that. I did play through Jurassic Park Trespasser all the way through because I thought it was so interesting to see how bad it was, see, like, how little effort they put into stuff. Like, mm-hmm. some of the dinosaurs just don't even, like, respond to you when you sure, go up yeah. to them uh, yeah. because they're not programmed. Um, but what I will say is Top Gun came out in 1987, five years before this game. Sure, it did. Fucking... It did, but but what I'm saying is you are making arguments of the brain. I am making arguments of the heart, appealing to our friendship, appealing to uh, the fact that that Cody Rhodes wrestled with a torn peck for this game to be on this list. My lord. We're going to put this above Top Gun. I think Top Gun's too low. Anyways... Maybe, but no, uh, maybe it's not too low. I don't know. But I'm asking you, I'm asking you to put this above Top Gun. Fine, we'll put this above Top Gun. (sighs) You did the right thing. I feel like this is bad, though, because, like, if you think about it in the future, somebody's going to be like, Spider-Man, why did that go sit there? Because we're going to add a bunch of bad games in here. Why did that go so high? <laughs> Below Nintendo Home Alone. No one's going to argue why anything is behind the Home Alone wall. <laughs> I have to say, they really missed the boat on the opportunity to name this the uh, Revenge of the Sinister Six. Like, what the fuck? I th- well, the, uh, the, I wa- <laughs> the, the comic book story arc was Return of the Sinister Six, which, which kind of made sense because it was like, you know, Doc Ock had to like, put them back together. So, you know, it's like in comics, it's like they return less than they get revenge. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. I also like, uh, I liked how they pushed the Hobgoblin at one point. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck this guy. Oh my god, the Hobgoblin like, has like one of the most convoluted uh, comic book histories. Like, just what a mess. There's like, before like 1990, there's like two or three different Hobgoblins. And it's a mess. Yeah, there was there was one guy who just was like brainwashed into being the Hobgoblin at one point. I remember, I think. Um, then there was like all these different goblins they tried to make. And then They're I think still trying the to make. Spider-Man... Oh, they are? They oh, are? my God. It's a... Uh, I don't, like... I don't keep up too, too much with, like... There's a couple comics I keep up with. Like, I really like... I really like the Spider-Gwen comics when they were going. But, like... But, like, as I go to download them, I'll see what's going on in Amazing Spider-Man. And it's, like... It's a... Uh, it's a disaster. It's a, And, like, Venom is, like... Has become, like, a god at some point in time. It's it's really... Oh, yeah. It's really... Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. They need, like, another, uh, like... Spider-Man ultimate, Return... Spider-Man line is like what they need. They need they need like another ultimate universe that sticks around. <laughs> Although the ultimate universe turned to shit really fucking fast, but I I that's like when I got out of comic books was when like right a couple months after ultimate stuff began. Uh, that's originally. funny cuz I was uh, out and then the ultimate line brought me back in and then I realized only ultimate Spider-Man was good and the rest of the ultimate line was like <laughs> hot hot garbage. So, congratulations, Spider-Man Return of the Sinister Six. Uh, you are number 164 on our endless list. Our 30th NES game. Um, so we uh. are almost 10% of the way through. <laughs> or, yeah, 10% of the way through the NES uh, uh, collection, catalog. Um, but, yes, um, Chris, how do you feel about the current direction of the Spider-Man uh, movies? Um, I, I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed the Tom Holland ones. You know, I don't, I mean, the Sony-verse, uh, seems like it's, uh, expanding its wings a little bit too much, too quick. They should probably z- stick with Venom and kind of, you know, tighten it up around that. I don't, Not do anything else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're making... Pretty much. They're making a Madam Web movie, and I never even heard of Madam Web before. As well, I think the, uh, yeah, Madam Web is, like... heavily. <clears throat> well, they're, um... I, it's like, if, if, like, Morbius and stuff like that, like, didn't happen, and I heard that, like, they were making a Craven the Hunter movie, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe it's gonna be cool, like, like, Venom is, like, dumb cool, you know, but, like, but then, like, I feel like it's gonna be more Morbius than it's going to be Venom, so. Why did they have, why did they make Morbius the second movie in the Sony-verse? Well, I think, uh, (laughs) I think their, I think their portfolio of like characters they have access to is really really messed up so like they don't craven's better black cat is better yeah maybe they were just kind of hoping um i don't know if they actually can do i think felicia hardy is already in the mcu though or reference so i don't know if they can do black cat but um yeah maybe just like well morbius is a vampire vampires are almost crazy I forgot they're making an El Muerto movie oh, God, that's yeah. coming out in 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like they have like the rights to like all the characters that were like in Maximum Carnage that didn't make it to the video game, you know? So it's like, like Nightwatch was in uh, Maximum Carnage, the comics, but was not in the video game. Oh man, Nightwatch. Yeah. I forgot about Nightwatch. Not Spawn, <laughs> just not Spawn at all. 
By kind of spawn, but not. Yeah, yeah. Who was the guy? There was like a oh my god, Nightwatch. Jesus Christ. Who was the guy that was like the Metal Falcon dude? Who I think also is owned by Sony now. I fucking forget his name. It's like Are Thunderhawk you, or something. Oh, I was gonna say you thinking of Cardiac, who had a Metal Hawk that would help him fly away. No, there was like some steel. Uh, bird guy that definitely sucked um, that I was into for a little bit <laughs> uh, I don't know offhand I was I was thinking uh, maybe Cardiac because he has the steel falcon that like flies him away yeah dude they're making a Nightwatch movie <laughs> oh my god really <laughs> yeah Sony was actively as of 2017 they were actively developing a movie based on Nightwatch with this Nightwatch from probably legitimately Reichardt. Nightwatch legitimately probably existed for like two years at the most. The Sony wanted Spike Lee to direct the film, and he was confirmed to be interested in the movie in March 2018, but he is since no longer involved. Somebody, somebody Ugh. with like some good talent needs to take a look at another stab at Ghost Rider and uh, and, and do that. That would be. Oh, that would be Ghost nice. Rider. Yeah, that would be good. Someone needs to make another. I heard today. Today, I saw a rumor that there was a big actor, um, who was interested in Ryan Gosling was interested in playing Ghost Rider, for the MCU. Oh well, he because that's an MCU property. Okay, well he looks like a young Nicolas Cage, so you know it would it would <laughs> it would he could be a yeah he could be like the new Ghost. They could, they could have Nicolas Cage do a cameo as the original Johnny Blaze, and then they had the, the in Agents of Shield they had Ghost Rider in it, I believe. I never watched it, but oh, it was the, I used to watch Agents of Shield, and then I dropped off. Um, Terminator, the bad guy from Terminator, one of the Terminator movies was mm-hmm. the. Uh, was the was the Turtle Ghost Rider? I that was a Terminator movie. That was a decent enough show. I enjoyed uh, Agents of the Shield for a while. Uh, um, no Way Home was was pretty good. Um, didn't like Far From Home. Real curious to see where they go with the Tom Holland stuff. Um, yeah, but yes, we have more to get to next week. We are recording. Do you know what we're doing next week? Nope. Um, next week we are going to release an episode on Juve Bowls. Oh, Far okay. Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're putting some time <laughs> in next week. All right, all right. That's that's next week. So stay tuned for that. But thank you, Chris. Thank you. See you next week.